Hey, sophisticated spectators. Want to stay loud, laced, and locked in to Beyond the Bleachers? Our brand new website, beyondthebleacherspodcast.com, has links for every streaming platform where you can listen to new episodes every Monday, including Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at beyondthebleachers underscore. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bleachers, season two. Season dose. <laughs> my name is Samantha. I have my lovely co-host, Jocelyn, with me. As always. Say hey to the people. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, sophisticated spectators. And we are excited to be back for season two. The WNBA season is officially over and we are embarking on new territory. Mm -hmm. We are talking all things, I guess, all things outside of the WNBA. So NCAA, uh, overseas, a little bit of AU Pro Sports, Unrivaled. I guess we'll still talk WNBA offseason stuff. So yeah, this is season two. All things that aren't WNBA falls under season two. Yeah, and all uh, women's so, basketball though still. <laughs> and all things women's <laughs> basketball. So we've decided because we know that there's like five bajillion NCAA D1 teams. <laughs> we have decided that for this NCAA season, we are going to focus our energies on two teams one team each and mm -hmm. we're gonna follow them throughout the entire season so jocelyn go ahead and share with the people who your team is gonna be my sophisticated spectators already know it's unc usc oh god in heaven whoa University of South Carolina. I almost messed that up. That's wild. My Gamecocks. I'm sorry, Gamecocks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of UNC, but that's crazy. No, it's, I'm sorry, y'all. It's USC, University of South Carolina. My Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. <laughs> and the team that I'm going to be following I feel like y'all should already know, but go Terps, University of Maryland Terrapins, my Duh. home team, because who else? But anyway, <laughs> so those are the teams that we're going to be following throughout the entire season. We'll be sharing updates. We'll be watching the games. We'll be attending some games. Yes, we And we will. are excited. <laughs> we are excited to get this next phase of the podcast going. And like I said before, we're also going to be sprinkling in WNBA offseason hot topics, anything dramatic that happens overseas that we feel like is necessary to talk about, a little bit of Unrivaled, that's the new league started by Nafisa Collier and Brianna Stewart, still going to be talking AU Pro Sports, it's going to be a very exciting whirlwind. And of course, we're still going to be talking about all the rest of the D1 schools. So don't think that we've forgotten about all the other greatness that is happening around NCAA because our breakout segment will still consist of other games, other teams, other players that we've got our eyes on. So don't think that the other... 4,999 teams have been forgotten <laughs> because we're talking about all of them, people. We are covering it all. Every last one. <laughs> but today we're going to do something a little bit different and we are dedicating our entire episode to a very special guest of the podcast. I can confidently speak for Joss and myself when I say how excited we are to have her be the newest member of the Beyond the Bleachers family. But I'm going to bring it back a little bit and tell y'all just a little bit about how dynamic this woman is. She was a 2013 Gatorade Player of the Year, 2014 SEC Freshman of the Year, 2014 All-Freshman Team, four-time All-SEC from 2014 to 2017. She was a 2017 NCAA Women's Basketball Champion and was the second overall pick in the 2017 
WNBA draft. We have been loving on this woman since the early episodes of the podcast. But those of y'all that know us outside of the show know that we have loved her since her early days at the University of South Carolina. So we are going to try and keep our composure (laughs) as we welcome 2023 WNBA champion, Elena Coates. Elena, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. It's a nice, beautiful day in South Carolina. (laughs) I'm a WNBA champ, you know. I didn't know when or if I was going to be able to say that. I, I thank God that I can. Ooh, it's, a, it's a great day. Great day to oh be alive. Oh, my goodness. Well, we are so excited to have you. And so to start yes. us off, Joss is going to warm me up a little bit. And we're going to play a game that we at Beyond the Bleachers like to call Girl, Is This or That? Got you, got you. Okay. Yep. So rapid fire. Okay. You ready, Elena? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, let's go. So Nike or Adidas? Nike. Always. Nice. Game-winning bucket or game-winning block? Game-winning block. For Game-winning block for sure. I I mean, the bucket is cool, but nah, the block, get that mess out of here. Like, and it's over? That is, that's crushing. That's soul crushing. <laughs> Takes your spirit away. Absolutely. Exo-style offense or free-flowing style offense? I feel like free Free flow is better. If you just keep moving, the defense got to keep moving. They going to get tired. Y'all just in rhythm. You get the bucket. Now they got to figure out what they going to do on the other. Definitely free flow. Love that. Uh, favorite championship you've been a part of, college or pros? I feel like my favorite championship that I was a part of was my very first championship in high school at Dutch Fork. Um, that group of ladies, we, we went through a lot. And, you know, being able to – get my coach her first one at Dutch Fork on that team and just being able to be a part of that family that was part of that squad. That was really special. And I would do that year all over again. I would love to see it all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Go boxes. Do you have a pregame meal? Yes or no? And if so, what is it? Okay. So nowadays it's flip flop, but back in college, a couple of people have kind of touched on this, but it was always steak. Well done steak at that. But we, our tastes have <laughs> elevated and we've realized that well done doesn't have to be the way. So we have, we have long since gotten past that, but that used to be the, the ritual meal. Right. Yeah. Well done. It's better to have like medium well or medium, give you a little bit more juicy. <laughs> a- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Uh, where would you like to see another expansion team, North Carolina or Miami? I would say North Carolina just for the simple fact that I saw the way that the fans turned it out during the um, Sweet 16 in the Elite Eight. What was it? My um, my junior, no, my sophomore year at USC. Like, and just how much I know they love basketball in this little, the Carolinas area. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a no-brainer to put a team here. Absolutely. There you go. Nor Kakalaki. It, it makes sense. Uh, what does the WNBA need to do to expand the league? Market themselves better or create more teams? I feel like I want to answer realistically and say just market better because we want to be able to pay our players the best and, you know, have the best for all the teams, all league-wide, but if we keep continuing to, you know, have the resources that we have without growth and expanding, then we're just making the pot thinner and thinner and we can't get to that goal. We're making it more of a long time goal, longer term goal instead of being able to fix the issue now and then be able to build on that later on in the future. Yeah, I would agree. I would have to agree on that. All right. Last one. Million dollar question now. <laughs> Win the championship and have a career only earning $5 million or don't win a championship and have a career earning $300 million. So I know five million, $300 million. I, I, have, I know there's a lot of people that would disagree with me, but I want that title no matter what. Like, I want to be able to have that hardware, that metal. Like, the money cool, but that that's going to last. You can't take me out them pictures. 
So I'll take that being on that championship team any day. We can get money from somewhere else at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, see, other on the people same page. might disagree with you, but we we on the same page with you. See, we, we, we want see, the we, ring too. See, we, we, we here, here, girl. We here. We understand, <laughs> y'all, y'all understand the vision of what's really supposed to be going on. Right. All right. So now that we got that out the way, jumping right into some more of these juicier questions. For those of you that may or may not know, despite our best efforts, Elena had a little bit of a concern with a graphic that we use in one of our most recent posts. So we spoke about it off camera. There's no issues, no beef, no nothing. (laughs) But for the audience, share a little bit about the concern that you had. So, um, and just to uh, relate, it wasn't a bad graphic. Um, It's just, I, what was it? It was a, a photo was used, like a really older photo was used. And at this point I've had, well, to me, I look different physique-wise and stuff, kind of, you know, still a beautiful girl back then. I still feel like a beautiful girl now. Um, and I kind of was just like, dang, like, I got all this new stuff of me out here. It's just kind of like, why do we have to keep, you know, using this stuff? And I was just like, in my mind, I was thinking, all right, Ace is my new start. You know, this is my new everything. And I was just like, dang, people still want to use this old stuff of me. So I kind of was just like, and I hope it didn't come off rude. Like, I really just wanted to voice my opinion and then just, you know, kind of just let it be known. Like, I didn't want to, you know, seem like I was being upset about it. But, you know, I just kind of, I don't know. My career, if people have followed, hasn't been the best. And I've been slighted a lot by people. So sometimes I can get uh, a little defensive about things. And, I, you know, in my in my stand of, you know, just not wanting to, feel like I'm on the back burner and stuff. I just felt like, you know what, let me just voice myself and be like, hey, you know, there's there's some other stuff of me out there that could be used. I feel like could be better. And I feel like maybe I could have, you know, voiced a different way. But I mean, we were able to have a conversation. It wasn't nothing crazy. And here we are. And here we are. So we definitely appreciate it. And the conversation brought (laughs) us together. So that's all that matters. Locked in. (laughs) Locked in. All right, so let's get on into the nitty gritty and get some interview questions going on. Uh, so right. I'm first going to start it off. So, I, you know, I already have to say it, Elena. Again, congratulations on winning the WNBA finals. Whoop, whoop. Listen, I've been talking Woo-hoo. to all my friends about it and gloating. I have I have an Asia uh, uh, jersey, so we out here. Anyway, how was your finals experience from beginning to end? You got to tell us. It's it's crazy. It's it still feels surreal to this day. Like when I first started out, I mean, you know, anyone who's followed my career knows that it hasn't been one that one would want for themselves. You know, I got drafted number two overall, and then you know I came in my rookie year. I didn't do the best, and then you know the next year I get traded, and I'm on three different teams, and then you know the next year. It's the bubble year, and, you know, that's rough. And things just hadn't been going the way I wanted them to. And it was just nice for it was just nice for the turnaround. And being able to have my hard work being seen or my the stuff I did behind the scenes still being seen and being pushed out there and people were, like, asking about me and, like, inquiring about me, like, it made me feel really good and it made me feel like, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing when I was supposed to be doing it. Like, I feel like the final, like the cherry on top to everything was getting like consistency on the court, being able to play basketball. And thankfully I was able to hop in and be a practice player for coach Staley before I got the call from coach Becky to be like, Hey, come out to Vegas. So it was just super exciting. And just knowing that like the, the one of the best coach in the W it's the best team. I was just like, I had to play with Asia again. Like, this is, I literally said something <laughs> about Asia and I playing together in a, a podcast like earlier this year. And it was just nuts. And just being able to be in that culture and the team was so welcoming. The city was so welcoming. Like, the minute I touched down, like, it was just like, oh, you play for the, or you, like, you know, I just 
you know, I'm new. I'm not trying to be like, right. oh, you know, I play with the Aces. You know, I'm I'm humble beginnings. Like I don't I don't do that. Right. Stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I'm you know, I'm playing with them, and you know, I'm on a, a seven day, and I'm like, I have to, I know I have to earn my way on there. And they were just like, well, I hope you made the team. And I was just like, well, thank you. <laughs> it was like everyone was just so wonderful, like the coaching staff, like our staff staff, the the front office, like our trainers, like everyone was just genuine, and it was such a breath of fresh air because you're just not used to that everywhere you go and I'm used to having you know a coach or coaches or you know just a staff around that I can you know love up on I'm really a big kid at heart when I you know am able to be me and I was able to have that with coach Norris at Dutch Fork I was able to have that with coach Staley and all my wonderful coaches at USC and it's like now I, I literally get to have that with them and it makes me want to continue to work hard so I can stay there and I would love to make Vegas home so like that's that's the plan but now nah, the finals it was it was it was a joy ride this was my first time ever really getting deep into finals um let alone just getting past the first round um it was it was nuts I was just like you know I don't know when Beth's gonna call my name but when she call it I'm gonna be ready I look but it don't matter but win lose draw well no draw but I'm ready, baby. Whatever you tell me, I'm here. I was right there in the war room working out with everybody, making sure I was ready for these moments. So it was just so cool. And then the fact that I was able to have my mom and my brother there, like when the buzzer went off and it it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me until like I saw our starters start running back towards us, towards the bench, because I was just like, Oh, this is over. Like, this is game four. Like, this is it. Like, this is over. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And it was just like, it was excitement. And I just started crying. And I was just like, oh, my uh, goodness. I'm going to take a picture in this jersey because people don't really understand that. Uh, well, some people, a lot of people don't under, will know that I wear 81 because that was my father's number when he played football and he passed away. Some people actually still don't know that. I find that kind of crazy. We know. But, um, we know over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in a weird way, but I'm just like, some people still don't know. And I'm just like, hey, yo, it's been like five years. But um, I went to honor him and I'm just like, I get to take a picture with this trophy, with my hat, with this shirt that says I'm a champ. And I get to have his number like plastered on it. Like, it was just such a special moment for me. So I'm still I'm still living in it. Like, I, I still have text messages I got to get back to. Honestly, I know it's been a minute, but it's. Been a lot of a lot of people have been saying congratulations, and I've been appreciating all of it for real. I can't wait for that ring, though. I'm excited. <laughs> well, ring we definitely baby. appreciate <laughs> you sharing that perspective of how it felt carrying your dad with you. And I know that when we were listening to Alicia Clark's story about, you know, what her dad meant to her, Jocelyn and I were definitely talking about, you know, how we knew the story of how close you and your dad were Mm -hmm. and how significant that number was. So thank you so much for sharing that, you know, that little tidbit of a story with us. But taking it yeah. all the way back to when you were younger, can you tell us a little bit about who your biggest inspirations were personally um, as you grew up in basketball and then now being a professional, who your greatest inspiration continues to be? I mean, as a kid, I didn't really watch basketball. Um, I kind of, Lord, people, not too many people know this, but like I didn't really know too much about like what Coach Daly did until like I was about to go to USC because I didn't like watch basketball and all that stuff. Even with uh, NCAA, like I knew the name like Lisa Leslie and Candace Parker and Maya Moore, and I knew they were really good. I just didn't like see them, and you know I didn't want to be bandwagon. But I was just like, I know they're great players. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna know this stuff one day, and I did. Um, but my dad and my brother kind of were like my inspirations because they were the ones that I were. My mom was a cheerleader. Um, so she wasn't in the driveway with us playing hoops and everything. She was, you know, she was like, oh, baby, go. Um, right. and I won sometimes, you know, the, the day I finally blocked my dad, I was just like, oh yeah, game's over. I went inside and I enjoyed the rest of my day. Cause you would you couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, I just blocked your shot, sir. I'm gone. Bye. Right. Um, <laughs> but they, like when I was younger, they, um, they definitely were my inspiration. And my dad really is the one who kind of was just like, you get in there and you bang with the big people. So I, I, you know, y'all, y'all know how I play. I don't mind contact. I, I love that stuff. Like being able to get an and one, you done sat there and bang with somebody for a whole dang near six seconds. Like that's mm-hmm. tough. 
Like that is tough, and that's the type of stuff that I live for. And he really is the biggest reason that I'm like that. And my brother, he's like the mini version of him. Well, he's the taller mini version of him, like stature wise. So like in terms of that strength, like I can still get that stuff like I did in childhood, even though he wasn't that strong back then. That would have been crazy. But um, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, um, Shay Petty actually is who is my inspiration now. Um, I shared with her. She had a birthday that passed. Uh, I shared with her. Her journey has been very inspiring to me. Uh, we were able to play together a little bit um, in the bubble for the 2020 Mystics team. And just seeing her, like, her story before that, like, she just never gave up. And she stayed true to herself. Like, she found, like, her place. And I was just like, you know what? No matter, like, how rough it might feel for me, like, I just think of Shay. Like, she stayed the course and, like, she she found her happiness, she found her peace, and was like, that's gonna be me one day, and she, I let her know that, like, she, of course, I value her friendship, but, like, her her story, like, she very much inspired me, like, in this game of basketball. I know a lot of people tend to, like, look at people who they can, you know, model their game and stuff after, but, you know, I take it a little bit further than that stuff sometimes, you know, Shay's a great player, we're just completely different, um, Positions. I'm not bringing that ball up unless I have to. Okay, everybody else better be hitting the deck, hit the deck on the ground, or I got a fast break. And the reason for me bringing that ball up for real, now I will. If I get asked to do it, I'm we gonna work the handles, and I will. But yeah, show that's yeah, I'm not definitely have to say her. I love that you said Shay Petty because we also had awarded her uh, unsung hero of one of our episodes. So love that you said that. Um, so tell us a little about growing up in Irmo, South Carolina. Well, I mean, this is the same old stuff. I mean, there's a Frankie's around the corner, uh, shoot, sports. I mean, there's, there's really not much to do here. You had a theater. Um, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't boring. Like, you know, our, my parents made it fun. Like it was me, my dad, my mom, and my brother. So, and we had friends. We always had friends. We were cool people. Um, I don't know. It's just you just had to get older and get to school and make some friends, <laughs> some have some stuff to do. It, it's really not much to do here. You got to get outside. You got to go to Columbia or something. And then you know in high school, you got to go to Columbia to do down there either. Yeah, you just got to go to the USC games at this point and just you know act act the act the fool. And they'd be like, "Oh, they're kids. Don't worry about it." Now they just staring at them like, "Let's get them out of here." But <laughs> it's different now. But yeah, it's. <laughs> They finally changed it a little bit better to where that the uh it doesn't cause so much traffic. It's it's doing better. It's doing better. <laughs> it could be it could be more. It could be more. I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. There there needs to be more food options. I, I'm I have to attest to that, but it's, it's a cool little life, you know. It's straight. I love my, I, you know, it was, it was cool being, being here. And it's like, you know, it not being like, everyone's like, oh, where's Irma? It's like, well, you know, old three, you know, we went off seven. Like, I'm, we, we gonna continue to keep putting SC on the map, but little old Irma, like, we got, I got you, got you. I got, I got my people. You gotta hold it down. I got my people. Right. I hold it down. <laughs> I find it crazy that, um, so many people in high school, they was joking. But it was just like, don't forget about me when you get, um, big time. I was just like, well, first of all, I don't feel like that. I ain't gonna. If I know you like that, I ain't gonna forget about you. Secondly, what? I'm like, I'm doing this for the fort, low key. Like, I gotta keep doing stuff so we can. Hello. And so we can all like, come up. Right. We gotta be What are we doing? Like, what are you doing? Do it for the village. Right. The motivation. <laughs> do it for the village. Right. Like, the village did so much for me. I gotta put the village back on. I keep getting blessed. And I want exactly. to continue to keep getting blessed so I can continue to bless my business. That is just so awesome to hear. Um, so speaking mm-hmm. of South Carolina, um, what ultimately went into your decision to go just down the road to the University of South Carolina and play under Dawn Staley? Were there other schools you were looking at? And how did you ultimately come to that decision? So, um, yes, yeah, so ultimately it was... South Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee. There we go. Okay, um, Southeast. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was about to say we was we were staying SEC. Um, Love and that. then I only took I only took visits to two schools. I only went to South Carolina and Georgia. Um, Tennessee for me kind of it didn't feel the same for me after like past and I was just like mm-hmm. you know it's that passion to play for Tennessee was a little bit different after that happened. So um, yeah. I started looking a different route and then. Um, North Carolina, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I told Coach Lee and I actually told Coach Lee first I think, that I was going to go to North, I was going to commit to North Carolina instead of South Carolina. Um, and you know, she was she was cool. Y'all know the Coach Daly like cool to me, and like she was a professional woman. Like she was just like you know it's okay, mm-hmm. da, 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 like they but she it was kind of early, so she didn't like lose hope. So at the same time, they weren't like pushing it, but they were still the same with me the entire time even when we would speak all the time um and then some stuff happened with north carolina and i realized that it was going to be the fit for me um and then i dropped that and then it was back to south carolina georgia again i went and took my trip to georgia and it was great um and then i took my trip to south carolina and it just felt like home it literally just felt like i was supposed to be there and um so the the morning of my visit being over, um, we had breakfast with Coach Daly, it was me, my mom, and my dad. And um, I had already told my parents that I wanted to commit like the night before. And um, it was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, mm, "I'm sure." And then uh, oh. at breakfast, Coach Daly came, and then we talked for a little bit. Well, you know, we ate and stuff, and we were casual. And then I'm just sitting there like, "We, you know, I'm ready to tell her." <laughs> He was like, hurry up. And then, but I was just like, oh, this comment's so good. I was like, I had to, I gotta wait. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. Breakfast at the hotel was just A1. Um, and then she was just talking to her. She was saying stuff. And I was just like, you know, this, you know, I'm just waiting for you to stop so I can be like, I'm coming. But I, I can't be rude. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's Coach Taylor. like, be respectful. So I let her finish. And then I was just like, I want to go here. I was like, I literally just like, but I was like, I want to go here. Yeah. And then she was just like big smile and then she was like, Yeah, she was like, Yeah, and I was like, Yeah. And so then um I signed something. Oh wait, no, never mind. It was for the visit. Bump that. But well obviously I signed because I went to USC, but not that. Right. And then um <laughs> team typically well actually the team always uh comes to say goodbye to the um the recruits the morning that they leave. As long as it's not like at an ungodly hour, she's a reasonable woman. Um and Luckily, you know, I, again, lived 10 minutes down the street. So it, we left at a reasonable hour. They came and I had said it to Ashley and I was like, dang it. Cause I didn't get to play with Ashley cause she graduated the year that I graduated. Mm-hmm. And, um, she had came and everybody was giving me hugs and she gave me a hug and I said, Hey teammate. And she said, Oh, oh. And, but she was the only one I said it to. And then, um, Everybody had like lined up and stuff, and Coach David was saying like, "All right, she's gonna leave." Da-da-da. And then she was like, "Oh yeah, she's coming." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so yeah, it was yes. fun. And then also like everybody, y'all know I'm a huge, huge daddy's girl. So I was just like, I want Georgia, and it's like Georgia was very, very cool. And it's crazy that I kicked them because I wanted to be close to my dad. That's why right. I said it out loud. <laughs> I love my daddy, man. I love my dad. <laughs> I love my dad. I love my mama too. I love her just as much. I love my number daddy. one girl dad. Okay, and that man <laughs> knew how to cook some ribs. Ooh, food. Ooh. See the food being ten clutch. Y'all don't understand clutch. <laughs> like no, now don't, don't get me wrong. Like Russell House and the Doty, they had great food. It was good, but and don't nothing beat a home cooked meal. No, so we had a thing. Agree. Not, not a, a thing. thing, especially from South Carolina. Come on now. <laughs> okay, you from Greenwood. Don't play with it. Don't play, Don't with, even it. play with it. You know how to get down. <laughs> so, okay, how was it finding early success playing basketball, and what pressure did it put on you? If it did put any pressure on you, honestly, as I was going through it, it I didn't feel any pressure. And if I'm being completely honest with you, actually, you know what? I take that back. I felt pressure more so when I got to high school because I realized 
just being tall and being able to turn around and hit the ball in the middle of the square wasn't going to be enough to get mm-hmm. it to where playing basketball can pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So God. that's when, because you know, in middle school, I, I think I hit 6'4 in the eighth grade. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I probably was Ooh. maybe either 6'2 or 6'3 in middle school, if I'm not mistaken. Regardless, I was six something in middle school, which is crazy. And um, I only right. played for C team one year. When you look at the film, it's like I'm up here and then the next girl like right here. So, you know, I'm not thinking nothing of it. And it's like for me to be my size, I'm in shape. I'm running up and down the floor like I'm I'm good. Like all I got to do is just keep keep the ball up here from the shorties, you know, and I ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> um, you know, then, hey. you know, then I get into – I mean, I mean, no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's for my best benefit to use my full extension. You know, I was told I gotta, I gotta, the bridge shouldn't come down to the water. That's the analogy my dad told me. So I always had to keep it's the a ball great high. Instead of, it's a great see, see, I'm gonna say we can't get mad at Pop saying now. We gotta can't get mad at Pop saying. <laughs> but um, uh, can you remind me of the the question? I'm sorry, I got off track. Oh, no, you, you, you had it. You had it. You had it. You said, I said, you know, was there a lot of pressure um, when you were playing earlier on in oh, your right. years? So, yeah. Right, right, right. We got to high school. So, yeah, um, high school, I put more pressure on myself to, to do better. I'm not saying that I was doing the bare minimum, but just to elevate myself more. Which is why I feel like I was able to make Coach Daly feel super comfortable in her decision with continuing to pursue me even after I told her that I was going to be playing for North Carolina. Well, that I wanted to commit for North Carolina. Um, but yeah, after that, everything just kind of went, I kind of went into, you can't press, do nothing about the pressure. You got to get over it. We got to get these plays. You got to get this stamina up. When well, we got USC. Right. That level of intensity changed. I couldn't worry about pressure. You better get these plays. You better be able to run up down that floor and rebound that ball. What? Right. Well, yeah, you got to get to work. Window. You have to <laughs> try to survive, Ricky, okay? okay? But we, but we, but Coach Staley, she knows, mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing because I was rookie, SEC Rookie of the Year and uh, Coach Six Woman of the Year. So that woman, I tell you, that woman Oof. knows what she's doing. Know what you're doing. Ooh, oh, we Better know. Talk your we talk see as well. it, and we continue to see it every time. Okay, because Stanley's gonna do it now. She don't do it. <laughs> and so, speaking yeah. of your college experience, how was it balancing schoolwork, having a little bit of a social life, and the constant grind of being, you know, preparing for the tournament and eventually that pursuit of winning a national championship year after year until you eventually won your senior year? It actually, you know, ironically enough, a lot of people would think that it was really hard, but we had um we had a tutor, shout out to Xavier. He would come with us and he would help um set up study halls and we had uh way games and stuff. We really did never had to worry about like worrying about the school stuff, you know, like he always made sure that we had our stuff taken care of, the stuff that we needed to talk to our tutors with. He would set up phone calls if needed be or FaceTime calls or do whatever. Give us computers if we needed it and make sure that we really just had to show up for study hall, do our stuff, do what we learned in class, and then get going. So, And that was another reason, a big reason why I chose USC because I hate school. And I am the type to procrastinate and I'll forget to something do it. I'll forget to do something and I just won't do it. Um, so they made that really great. And so for me, I was able to really focus on the task at hand when it came to, um, when it came to like the SEC tournament and post-game play and all that other stuff. Um, social life, you know, for me, it was a little bit different. I actually didn't break out of my shell for real until my senior year. Okay. So I, yeah, I, I literally met my best friend Taylor and, um, yeah, we started partying with our alphas. Uh, yeah, I'm grown. I can say that. Yeah, we started partying. With, <laughs> we started partying with the uh, alphas. Shout out to Data New. Um, and yeah, they were cool. And after that, I just broke out my shell and oh, yeah, I met my friend Sean and everything. Yeah, it was cool when I finally let go of stuff. 
and just decided to have fun. But, I mean, having the social life and dealing with basketball, I kind of feel like it's only as hard as you make it. Because the, the phrase, like, if they make time, they're going to make time. We're going to make time. Like, honestly, yeah, we, we do a lot to, like, rest and recover, but we're not doing rest and recover seven days out, 24-7. We're not doing that. We're also not playing games 24-7. We do get off days. Like, it's, it's never that deep. Um, you got to realize how your friendships are supposed to work, honestly. Like, it should never be that hard. And it was not never that hard with those people. And I was able to be me. And I wanted to go do stuff. And, yeah, it was easy, for real, even during the season. Now, getting tickets is hard because, you know, you got family and friends. And it's just like, y'all, use the ID. Come on now. We go to the same school. Use the ID. Oh, I was like, my man and my mom and daddy coming. Come on. <laughs> but, no, nah, it was cool. College, college was fun, and obviously, the for the most part, I had the um, I had the camaraderie of my teammates. I was always with my teammates in that sisterhood, so I'm always hanging out with them. That was always a good time. So when I just decided to branch out on my own and you know become friends with other people, it was just even more of a good experience. Nice. So getting drafted second overall. What emotions did you have? You know, come draft night, and what went you know, into your whole draft process? Because I know that's a process. <laughs> I was I was extremely shocked because y'all know I was on little scoop scoot with the, uh, with the, not the boot, yeah, not the boot, and the cast on. You did. Like the cast yep. lip cover. And I, oh, I really girl, we were nervous for you. Okay, and they had me we wheeling were. all over the place. Just, I had to literally go between wheeling and crutching. I was just like, y'all, I'm tired, like, the guy I was dating at the time was there, so he was very helpful. He was six seven, he was strong, so uh-huh. he was very helpful. Um, but it was, I mean, it was, I didn't really know what to say. The same way I kind of felt after we won the championship was the same way. Like, it kind of hit me after the fact. Because some people were like, were you not happy? They was like, you look, like, so I was just like, I was just caught off guard. I'm going number two. I'm having to literally wheel myself up to go talk to Holly right now, like, I'm not expecting this. I literally thought that my stock would drop, but I thank God for that because, like, I don't know the history behind a lot of other drafts and draftees and, like, injuries and stuff like that. But to me, that was a proud moment for me. Like, I did that much in my career for them to still be confident enough about me to take me number two over all of these women that are just as good and can play. It meant a lot. So... Yeah, I, it's hard to recall these emotions off rip because it's just like, I get excited after a while because it's like, oh, shoot, like I get, okay. <laughs> I don't feel like, right. like okay, if I need to take some deep dish pizza, like, you know, my little fat heart, I'm sitting here thinking about the food and all that stuff. But, um, that kid. It was cool. And then, um, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. And then, um, that was a cool group of girls and Amber Stocks, shout out to her. Like, she, definitely actually shout out to her and coach becky that's another reason why i love her so much they took the time to really like work with me and just give me time to develop and figure it out figure things out um you know without being too crazy on the leash you know sometimes when you're not like the role player like the person for the team you know your leash is not mm-hmm. like this big but you know it could be this big but like sorry sorry it could be this big but it could you can have like way more leniency so yeah, Amber, she she definitely did her thing. Even that first year when I couldn't be with them, she flew me out to the first game. Um, she tried to get me out there for media day. I wasn't able to go, unfortunately. But she was just amazing, and the organization was just cool. Everybody was there. I love Ann. And then the girls were cool. And, yeah, it was – Chicago was a good time. It was a good first place for me to go. Okay. That's Big awesome. ups to Chicago then. So you've already talked a little bit about some of the challenges that you've experienced in your basketball career. Um, What are some of the things that you have used as inspiration to overcome them and to keep going? Honestly, I just don't like the feeling of letting my my family down first and foremost, God down first and foremost, letting my family down. And just the people that support me. And I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like 
God keeps providing me with these opportunities to keep being on these teams. Like, I, I think this is like team six or seven, maybe. But still, that says something like I'm still around. People are still like looking for me, still asking for me. And there's a reason for that. But there's a reason why what everyone wants from me isn't happening. And it's like, what is the real root of what's going on? And I did some soul searching. And I'm just like, girl, it's you. Like, you got to. You gotta figure out how to tie all this together. So I literally, at a point in time, like I needed to get my mental together. Like I had not processed and grieved my dad's passing the way that I needed to, where it was healthy. And I decided that I needed to talk to somebody about it. So I had a therapist that helped me navigate through the um, professional side of things, and I had a therapist that was helping me through the emotional side of things. And I was able to take care of that stuff. And then boom, we move on to the physical. Like, what do we need to do? So we can move better, jump better, like do better. So I was able to um add a um my trainer now, his name's Dante Marks, he um he reached out to me um about working out with him and on the first day of us trying out his program, I was like, I'm so like this is different. I used to have like chronic lower back pain and like my left knee tore my meniscus back in uh two thousand thirteen and it just was always bothering me i feel so much better i feel confident jumping off of two feet now like nice it's crazy i I got my physique better then boom missing that one final piece trying to figure out what is it and it's getting on the court and then so here we go i'm working usc camps and then getting with ashley bruner and she's like hey we running pickup here um at night da, 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 da. so we go we run pickup getting on the court getting runs and then you know, lastly, get with Coach Daly. Can I come be your practice player? She's like, absolutely. I come in. And it was crazy because they call one of the girls on the team late, too. And she normally calls oh. the big girl. So I wasn't paying attention when she was talking to me. There was one practice. It was crazy because she was coaching me, too. I wasn't expecting it. And she was like, Lay, you got to take that shot. Or she kept saying, Lay, da, 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 Like my Dante, he was there. So he was laughing at me because he knew that she was talking to me, but he knew that I didn't know that she was they talking to me. <laughs> I'm, sitting here like, I'm sitting here like, girl, you need to take that shot. Lay, take that shot. And then like, I look at her and she's looking at me and I'm like, oh, late. Like, I was just like, oh. I was like, you are so freaking slow, bro. I had no, but it was just like, I wasn't expecting her to still coach me in that moment. So I was just like, not only do I get to get runs and just be free and do whatever, but she's telling me like, hey, do that. Don't do that. Do do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I finally got like the, the last little piece of the puzzle to, to put it all together. And then, just, you know, here's on my agent. Hey, Lay, Vegas wants you to come set. I, I didn't care if it was a seven day, a two day. We're going to earn something extra. So let's go. And then boom, we get a ring out of it. You work hard. Yes. That's just, and that's the moral, the moral of the story. Do not give up and work hard because the same thing happened for Shay. She did not give up. She worked hard and she won her a ring. She won her a championship. And it didn't matter if she played 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or if she played five, or if she didn't play any. She is right there with the rest of the girls, just like we all are. We are right there with the rest of that team. We are working hard. We are running up and down that floor. We are trying not to get dumped on by the practice squad. Like, we are all out here. <laughs> like, stop playing. Love that. Love that. First of all, hard work pays off. We already know. And I think that's a, a really good segue into the next question. How was it playing with the Aces, knowing that, you know, you definitely could win a title this year? you know it's crazy because I thought about that but I was just like nah we're not even gonna think about that until you work your way onto this squad because it was a seven-day contract that they had me on and I was just like I don't know if it's two three four I don't know how that works but you gotta earn your right to be here and I was just like I want this to be on my own merit we've worked hard we deserve to be here that's another thing that I learned therapy like I deserve the good things that are coming my way because I'm working hard I'm putting the blessings that God like gave me and the talents that he gave me to good use yeah because that that that's not that championship that's not something that's given that's something that's earned and I would have to earn my right to be able to 
be able to shake that uh, bottle at the end and spray everybody with the champagne and be able to smile as big as I did throughout that whole process and with that trophy, like, it was, and then it was never, it was never like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get on this team and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just hop on and get this ring. It was like, no, nah, I'm going to join this team. I'm going to figure out where my place is among them. And a team full of freaking goofballs, so it wasn't that hard to do it. Shoot, at this point, like, Sydney, so not many people know this, but, like, Sydney and her girlfriend, they adopted me. So, like, they're my adopted parents now. Mm-hmm. Love that. And so, Love that. It's that like, scoop. Every, we heard it here first. It's that scoop. <laughs> parents. Oh, you guys. Come on. Like, they're amazing. It's just, like, we're, 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 able, we're able to be like this on a regular basis, like, they're great. Everything about everything about them is great. And it was yeah, it was just never gonna be a situation where I was like, I'm gonna just hop on and ride their coattails. I was like, I'm gonna even though it was later on in the game, I'm gonna come in here and work just as hard as they do in practice. Just so it don't matter if I can if I get to use this against the opposing team, great. If not, on the away trips, I'm gonna use this against my team to make sure that they're just as good as when the practice team is doing it against them. Like, I'm going to do my part. It don't matter what that part is. I would I played a bigger role at USC. It don't matter. I was world's number one cheerleader during game four. You hear me? Y'all lucky I ain't seen no toe touch, okay? <laughs> we was finna hit it. It was – that game was stressful. That game was stressful. It was super I stressful. I <laughs> man, I hear – I'm like, one second, one second. Come one one Ooh. point, guys. One point, guys. Come on. One, one. point. I was I sweating like, in places I didn't know I could sweat. Hello. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say my shooting shirt just got damp red out of nowhere. It's just like, all right, y'all. Y'all playing. But yeah, nah. Um, once, once, once that I got, got over that initial, like, oh, you know, I'm coming in late, you know, get used to the girl thing. It was, it was a vibe. Like, definitely feel like my sisters. I definitely... I love my sissy crew. Kayla George is the best. I love her and Pearly Girl. She's so freaking funny and she loves to eat. She puts me on to so many good places. There was this freaking donut shop. I feel like Keith Lee talked about it too. But she put me on this donut shop and it was this African spot. I had some oxtail and that fufu, y'all. Oh my gosh. Yes. So... Another motivation to go back. There's so many food places around there. My little ramen shop, my little boba shop. Yeah, that's there's so many more food places. Love boba. Just keep doing good. Yes, love me some boba. <laughs> yes, well, it sounds like you've already staked your claim and you want Vegas to be home again. And so mm-hmm. a lot of us spectators of the game we're very excited to see you joining forces again with Asia Wilson. So tell us, how was it playing with her in college versus playing with her now as two professional athletes? It's, you know what? It's kind of crazy because now it's just like, and it's only like this now because, you know, obviously my role is a little bit different. It's kind of just like, I wish y'all would y'all try something with her. I promise you I'm a Okay, it's too, you get two legs with me when it comes to Asia. Back then, it was always, all right, girl, you high, I'm low. You, I'm low, you high. Uh, we running this play, you you diving, I'm ducking, you popping, I'm rolling, that type stuff. It was like the strategic, you know, the beautiful flow that is the Twin Towers. Because, again, people also don't know that we played AAU together. So we've had years of being able to, to get that stuff together. Now, until I am able to be in a position to do that with her again, I'm gladly going to do these two roles. So you get two. So you get you get Lay, who's, you know, just chilling on the side. You know, I'm, you know, not trying to be extra, but, like, I'm in her ear. I'm like, yo, you know, pick this energy up. Like, turn up. Do what you do. Like, you know, you need to X, Y, Z, you know, hit him with a little pump fake. You know, co- coach Lay, in a sense, right? And then there's the one yeah. that's, like, so engrossed in the game as I'm watching it. And then it's just, like, when I see people, like, trying to pop off and they're doing all that extra stuff because, you know, even though I like to bang, I still don't like the dirty <laughs> stuff. So it's like when I see people doing the dirty stuff, because Asia, Asia's, she's gotten definitely gotten more aggressive over the years. She ain't just, you know, taking hits. Mm-hmm. So when I start seeing the extra stuff, it's just like I'm not out there to pop nobody on the screen right quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out there to 
I'm not out, you know what I'm saying? I'm not out there. So it's just like in a weird kind of like it's like someone who like wants to do something but like there's like a barrier holding them back. I'm just kinda like, don't let nothing happen over here in this little corner, right? Here. So come over here. Like I chill out. Like just just play basketball. Just play basketball. But yeah, that's this that's how you it can't is. Can't help now. But, but like have that big terms, sister. I can, yeah, I can, I can't. I, I really can't help it. Asia's worked so hard, and she's done so much to get to this point in her life right now. And I told her when I first got, I gave her a hug, big big hug, and I told her like I was super proud of her. Like she's been doing her thing. She been. She been. She been her. She has been her, and I've been. I'm proud of her, and especially as a black woman, I am proud. A black Christian woman, I am proud. Mm-hmm. Proud of her. And she is unapologetically herself. And I love that she continues to unapologetically be herself, even when all these people in the world wish so much negativity on her for no reason. Just because their selfish reasons for wanting her to be unsuccessful. I'll never understand that. But she is a ray of light. And as long as I'm around... I'm going to keep making sure that in some way, shape, or form, and everybody around her, we're going to keep making sure she's straight. And she's going to be straight. She don't care. She don't care. Like, are you stopping the checks? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> keep <laughs> them checks know. coming in. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying you said her name. Boom. She wins. Now she's tra- that's another name turning to the, to the topic. So, ha-ha. <laughs> And got a ring yeah. coming on the way, yeah, just like you. I got another ring. Like, come on now. Got another ring coming on the way. At this <laughs> point, you know, why not try the three You know, why not? It's only right. Just keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. It's only it's only right. You know. Start With Elena on the roster. Right, yeah. Yes. You know, and I'll be on the little media day, the little media day video and whatnot. Get my little face beat and all that stuff. You know, we're going to do all that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Fly in that thing. I oh, said, we seen the I tunnel. Said, oh. We seen the tunnel. I said, okay, y'all. We seen applying pressure. Okay. <laughs> so, how is it balancing like playing overseas and playing in the W? Um, honestly. This was maybe the roughest it had been for me because the turnaround was so quick. Um, I had no idea, you know, again, not going into the future thinking anything extra. Um, I signed my contract early, actually. So I had it set up to where I would either leave like August 21st or something like that or a week after my last WBA game. I didn't realize, you know, if you win the whole thing, how much celebrating and stuff's going to happen afterwards. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, also don't expect your team to want you to come early and, and want you to miss your own parade. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's a little, it's a little stressful. This was a good lesson because again, I wasn't thinking off rip. Oh, well, my team's going to win whoever I'm with. So just give me three weeks. I wasn't thinking that. Right. I was thinking, you know, we wrap up business wherever I'm at, wherever we stop at, and then, you know, I get right on next uh, to my next, my next team, my next bag, trying to get another, you know, next, my next whatever. Um, now we trying mm-hmm. to get our next ring. Got to dig ourselves up a little bit of hole, but it's all right. Um, but yeah, it's no. The biggest thing really is just the time difference. Body, body got to get mm-hmm. used to it. But I mean. At this point, my body's kind of getting used to this world traveler stuff. Like, I literally was in Vegas, and then I was in Turkey for less than a week, and now I'm back. So, and then I go back, <sighs> like, literally on Friday. So, yeah. Superwoman. Superwoman. Not gonna superwoman leg. <laughs> yeah, listen. Trying, trying, trying to keep being an inspiration out here. Keep going. Take your breaks, though. That's what I'm learning. Take your breaks. Take your nap. Drink your mm. water, please. Come on. Stay moisturized. So speaking of speaking of overseas, what types of things would you like to see the WNBA accomplish so that players don't have to go overseas or so that college players are feeling like they can declare for the draft as soon as they become eligible? Honestly, the biggest thing is the pay. Like mm. it's just and it's like for everybody like 
you know, you got you got the the Sue Birds, the Diana Taurasi's, the Sylvia Fowles, like the ones, you know, who are like up there. And you know the type of money that they're making. And you got me and well, I'm also making good money. Like we can make six figures within a right country, you know, if they got the resources. And there's a lot of people of my caliber too that can do that. And they can afford to pay multiple people that money. We can't the W can't afford to pay all these people all that money. Which is why I say too, like marketing, we need to do something more, I guess, instead of just expanding teams because we need to continue to keep pouring into the pot so that we can, you know, so it can overflow and we can do something with the the excess pool. Yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Complete sense. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to toggle over to some quick, fun, like, you know, lighthearted hitter questions. So I'm going to kick that on off for you. Let's go. (laughs) So what do your, (laughs) cool. What do your off season workouts look like? Oh my goodness. Um, Okay. So (laughs) four days a week, uh, one arm, one leg, one cardio, one core. Woo. That's crazy. uh, That's why you look the way you look. So what does downtime look like for you? You know, we know you have, you love the anime. We already know that. So is it that, or maybe, you know, yeah, traveling, period. going out with friends, spending time with family, eating so- a home cooked meal, like we talked about, you know, what does it look like for you? Definitely the last one. Absolutely. The food. Um, we love to eat over <laughs> here. A big fatty at heart. Also a fatty who likes to watch food either be made or be eaten as I eat. Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, I love to eat for sure. I love to like experience different cuisines. Like right now, at this point, if it's a Korean barbecue spot, put me down in it. Let me eat your kimchi, please. Give it here. I need that. I need that. Give me the open flame, all that stuff. And then of course, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, watching anime for sure. Um, you know, I have my, I have my Straw Hat Crew uh, shirt on right now. Big Luffy right here, and then this uh, is the names of all the other ones. I know it's a little messed up, but um, yeah, I was actually watching anime that. with my homeboy before the podcast. Honestly, um, like I, yeah, it is safe to say I, I truly am an anime girly, but it's just, it's just, it's just so good. It's just so many great ones. But yeah, my um, yeah, and then I might be sleeping. So and good. Then I do train in my downtime. Um, so good. Yeah, I do have clients that I train in the gym and on the park too. So on specific days, more so when it's like off season, not necessarily when I'm like playing anywhere. Yeah. Love that, love that. So who is on your WNBA Mount Rushmore, you know, like top four of all time? Hmm, yeah, well y'all know I'm gonna put Asia up there. Um every year she just keeps continuing to kill it. Like there's it's obvious. Um, it's crazy. Oh my gosh, I got three more heads. You know what? I did say <laughs> I would put Shay up there. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm still haunted by that corner three that knocked us out of the uh, playoffs in 2020. <laughs> I still think about that. I can't in That's my really mind. That's a tough she, one. In my goaded, in my goaded, she's goaded in there for that for sure. Um, let me see. You know what? Honestly, I gotta put Jackie. I gotta put Jackie in there too. Jackie Young. Yes, let's um, go, Jack. I played with her. I played with her um, in Israel. <laughs> I think in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. The not not saying anything about her game, but she's elevated her game so much. The Jack now, scary. Yeah. Oh, ill. Scary. Just straight up ill. <laughs> she's she's. Nasty. <laughs> and you know what? I think this one might be a little bit more biased, emotional type, but I'm gonna say Odyssey Sin, but it's because she's on her comeback tour as well. And I just know of mm-hmm. so much that she's doing behind the scenes and she's done so much to get back into the position that she's in and I'm so so proud of my big sis. So I gotta put her up there too. I love that pick. We love Odyssey over here, so absolutely. 
So uh, I would have to ask you, what is your game day routine? Well, um, so I guess I'll go with the one in Turkey. I, I, I do watch anime before games. Yeah. I knew it. I watch anime before <laughs> games. I, I do. I got to channel somebody. I got I to gotta figure out somebody that needs to be the channel. You know, am I feeling like I'm in my villain art today? Like, are we feeling real heroic? Mm-hmm. Like, we can, you know, be somebody type stuff? Like, you know, what there we doing? We um, and it's crazy because it's either, like, on the or on the flip side, I also, my uh, my music taste is very uh, diverse. So, like, I have Japanese pop songs. I have French pop songs. I have uh, Afro beats. I have classical music. I have all types of stuff. I really have everything but country, if we're being honest. It can't no be the like they done shot my dog and they burn my barn down. Like we can't do that. Like I can't, I can't do that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's gonna put me to sleep, or I'm just gonna be angry and angry is of, right. Like, it's like, right, or like heartbroken. You cannot do that. Something. I'm just like ah, like they shot the dog. Why they shoot it? Like why does the song? I'm having to ask way too many questions. My dog. Why did they shoot the dog? Why did they burn the barn down? What did you do to these people to deserve this? What happened? <laughs> like, who are you? What did you do? <laughs> now I'm questioning you. Right, now, like, we just said, help. this person write this song? Yeah, like, you need help. Like, did this person write this song? Now I got questions. Do we need to call somebody? Like, uh, do you need to be behind bars? It's just a lot of questions. See? Too many questions. It's a lot of too many questions. Too many questions. Well, that was actually going to go to my next question. You know, uh, what are your top five game songs? So, you know, your get ready game songs that we already know that it's not country related. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, when it was crazy, this is going to be like a weird way of trying to explain it because some of them are anime songs and I don't know how to pronounce them. Okay. One is called Rise. <laughs> okay. Um, Rap. Okay, so if I put it this way, so there's an anime called Rise of the Shield Hero, right? So for uh-huh. seasons one and for seasons two, both of the intros to those songs, those are in my, those are in my top five. You said top five, right? Top five. Yes. Okay, yeah. Top five. So top five. Those two are, <laughs> those two are in there. Um, shoot. Oh, White Sand by Migos. Okay. That one, that one caught me off guard with how much I liked it for real. Oh. <laughs> Fiend, Travis Scott. Fiend. Mm. Okay, okay. That's that's that's, that's, that's a whole other vibe. I mean, that's a whole other vibe in the beats, especially when you put the noise cancellation. Mm. Okay, it's what's the last one? You know what's crazy? Alone by Burner Boy. Uh. I don't know what it is, but it's just like when I'm doing it. Like it depends on if I'm. It's not like when I'm shooting free throws like, I gotta be moving a little bit I don't know what it is but it's like the it, the song just does something to me for some reason it speaks to I you don't cap. It's, it speaks to me yes it speaks yeah. to me yeah and there, that's all go. that matters period that's all that matters right get the you game, there you get right to the fullest okay there it is a word okay matters. a word <laughs> well, well we have that about one wraps last it up question <laughs> We have one last question before we let you go. Who is someone that you would love to hear on Beyond the Bleachers and hear a little bit about their story and their experience? I, you know, I've, I've said a name a couple times uh, during this podcast, but I would definitely have to say Shay. If y'all haven't had her already, I would definitely say Shay Fetty. Her story is a remarkable one, and I feel like people like us, our stories need to be seen and amplified just as much as anybody else's for those girls out in that position that are just like, you know what? I can't wait another two years. I can't, I don't want to take the time to figure out like, no, take your time and figure yourself out, baby girl, because your time is coming. Like, mm-hmm. you never know when it's going to come, when God going to give it to you, but he's going to give it to you. Like, don't, don't rush it. It's coming. So I would definitely have to say her. You heard it here first, Shay Petty. Elena has uh, given us a little bit of credit. So we want to hear you on the podcast next. <laughs> yes, Elena has spoken. And also, Elena, as a thank you, we are gifting you with a Beyond the Bleachers t-shirt with our new logo on it. 
you know, you got to rock that all around yeah. the world. Rock it with your favorite anime Absolutely. shorts or whatever. <laughs> but we really do appreciate I, you. Know, you. I accidentally... No, I, I thank y'all so much. Like, I accidentally uh, lost my phone in Turkey coming back here, actually. So I upgraded from oh, a yeah. to a 13. So I got, like, that point five now. So we about to be taking okay. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Photographer I'm ready. ready. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> well, we have had such a good time with you, Elena. Thank you so, so much for joining us. We hope that so many people are just inspired by your story because we know that we definitely are. Absolutely. Yeah, honestly, like for real, thank you for having me. I mean, I forgot that I'm literally sitting here on a lawn chair in this front porch. Like, it's, <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> we keep it real here on Beyond the Bleachers. <laughs> Full transparency. <laughs> and you are welcome back anytime we are family now so whenever you want to come and talk more than welcome that's a bet we're gonna win another one and we're gonna be right here here for now we're gonna be right back here again in 2024 we're talking about the three p three p and we out (laughs) all right thanks so much elena you have a great day Y'all too. Thanks again for having me. And thank you for the shirt. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye. So as we wrap up another episode, Joss, tell the people where they can find us. You know, you can find us at beyond the bleachers underscore on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Make sure you like, follow, comment and join us when we go live you can also find the links to all of our social media pages and streaming platforms at beyond the bleachers podcast.com thank you so much for joining us on another episode of beyond the bleachers until next time stay loud stay laced and and stay stay locked locked in in. bye Bye, y'all